Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What a uh, what a Super Bowl. We're at Twin Peaks in Davie. This is our final Twin Peaks of the football season. And uh, we are here, and we will cover it for the next four hours. You know, we had this conversation last week, I think even the week before, where Crowder said, I've seen enough. Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. He's better than Brady. He can beat you more ways than Brady can. He's got abilities that Tom Brady never had. And I pushed back and I said, one of the things I would need to see is if Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl because he will have gone on the road in Buffalo, on the road against Baltimore and the MVP, and then he would have to win a Super Bowl where he's an underdog. And he did all that. And certainly the conversation, I was watching ESPN all morning. They were having this conversation, and just about no one was willing to call Patrick Mahomes the GOAT. Hmm. They were saying, I think Shannon Sharp was saying, you you still have to get Five. So I don't know. Regardless, I saw enough where I can say that dude, this dude's 28 years old. He's entering his prime now. He's amazing. That's why I always ask when we have the conversation, are we ring counting? Because if we're ring counting, okay, well, just let's just put up who has the most rings. If you're talking about the most talented person I've ever watched play the quarterback position, it is Patrick Mahomes. So go to me is the most talented calmest, come back from anything, go on the road and win. I've seen him do it all. But the most talented person I've seen take a snap and throw a ball in my entire life is Patrick Mahomes. I bring it up. Terry Bradshaw has three Super Bowl rings. Go watch some Terry Bradshaw film and see what you think about that. Tyreek Hill got traded from the Chiefs, and they went on to win two back-to-back Super Bowls. They got rid of, and if this isn't a testament to Patrick, the hell's his name? Got his last Patrick Mahomes. Patrick the star? Had already a Diet Coke, and I'm I'm a little, uh, fire up another one, Adriana. But if that's not a testament to him, they got rid of arguably the best wide receiver in the league and then won two consecutive Super Bowls. That's like that. It's almost impossible. It's, it's, it's just staggering what he's able to do. McCole Hardman caught the game winner. McCole Hardman. Marquez Scantling, Val Scantling, whatever his yeah, name is. Val Scantling, Mark. Was the one that put the game away the other uh, last week, two weeks ago. Like, he's throwing to – and I'm not, I'm not to call them just guys. They're great They're not Tyreek Hill. They're not top receivers in this league. If I say, Hawk, rank the top ten receivers in this league, there's nobody on the Chiefs that's even coming up because Kelsey is a tight end. I was having a uh, conversation with a Ronde during lunch about Kyle Shanahan, you know, electing. uh, So dumb. dumb. There's really no argument. The argument for it could be the argument against it. Like, go see what Pat and them are going to do so you know what you have to do. Right, which is why you would kick off. 
Yes. Like, see if he if he gets three now, we can get three. And if you he have goes, four downs on every try. Like, it you're, just you're, you know where you're going to go. But the other side of Hawk, and I'm on you. I'm 100. percent I think there was a dumb decision by Kyle Shanahan. Let's go show them what we have. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go down and put seven on the board. Our defense is tired. Let's give them a breather. But just let's go. We know you. We saw how that second half went. We knew that Andy and Pat were rolling. Let's take it out of their hands. Let's let's put the pressure on them. Because if you let Pat and Andy go down and get seven, well, they got six, but they didn't have to get the seven. But you go let them go down and get the seven you knew they were going to get, now the pressure's back on you. No, we're going to go put the pressure on them. And to be honest, another argument to a side I don't believe in, the 49er, deep, 49er offense was doing well. They were running the ball. They were getting there. Chris McCaffrey was balling. They got in the red zone and got stymied a couple times, but they, were, they weren't getting outclassed offensively. So let's, te- let's, let's bully the bully. Y'all want to be on offense. We're going to get on offense first. What a great Super Bowl. Oh, that was First that was, half, yeah. I was like, oh, this is garbage. You know, I don't like uh, low-scoring affairs. I like defense. And, man, did that turn out to be one of the best Super Bowls ever. Mm-hmm. We all had great nights gambling. We'll talk about that. Oh, we'll talk about the Usher halftime show. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the national anthem, how Reba screwed me. <laughs> we'll get to that. He reset. We have a yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Either finish the song or don't. She, she threw it back on you. Threw it back. <laughs> now a lot of a lot of gambling sites are grading that as a win for the over or the under. Yeah. And I could certainly make an argument. The national anthem ends when you finish the home of the brave. Yeah. That's like it's over. It doesn't matter because if she had said after she finishes singing and says the home of the brave, what if she had sung? Thank you. Would you have counted that as part of the song? No. Because the song was over. But her rendition had a running back the last the last. But part. the song was over. It doesn't matter what happens after the song is over. Anyway, that was the logic. Like, BetMGM, a lot of websites have graded both sides as the winner. Not mine, of course, because <laughs> I didn't bet it on the Hard Rock app because it wasn't available on the Hard Rock app. Yeah. So I had to bet it, you know, through uh, back channels. Who aren't uh, interested in uh, in changing the outcome? They had already graded it a loss. <laughs> Reba. Yeah. Reba. Reba. Reba stinks. <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan stinks. Kyle. Kyle had some questionable coaching decisions. Usher stinks. Usher doesn't stink. He stinks. What? Terrible, terrible half Man, Usher killed it. What? Usher killed it. Stop it. He told you at the end he brought the world, he brought Atlanta to the world. He did bring Atlanta to the world. That's what he did. That's he what he planned on doing, and he did. He executed what he wanted to do. No one knew that that was Jermaine Dupree dressed as the lead singer from ACDC. <laughs> Why did he have on those? Uh, Everyone thought it was CeeLo Green. Why did he have on those China doll socks? It was a strange outfit, right? <laughs> socks were terrible. <laughs> strange outfit. The whole outfit, that, that blue stuff at the end. Ludacris has shoulder pads. They look like uh, roller roller derby. It was roller derby. Roller derby. I love roller derby. Uh, I'll tell you what, if that halftime performance brings back roller skates, not roller blades, but the four wheel roller skates, I'm in. Usher's my new king. (laughs) It reminds me of the Halo. I uh, like Halo Warriors. <laughs> it's like, why are you I only here? said that Usher stinks to get uh, get a rise out of Solana because that (laughs) halftime show spoke to him. 
spoke to him. Anyway, we're going to talk about all that stuff, all that hoo-ha. We will begin, though, with headlines and Alejandro Solana. Bro, I thought that was CeeLo Green also, man. I was no one so knew. Sure. No one knew that was Jermaine Dupree. Why, why was he dressed like a pilgrim? Like, whoa. <laughs> I don't what know. What happened there? I thought it was a Publix commercial. I thought it was the Publix salt and pepper shaker for a second. I didn't know what and, was going on. And the reason you thought it was uh, CeeLo Green, because Jermaine Dupree, he has money and he's been eating well. He got a little heavy. He got thick in the midsection. Got a little heavy. Did he think that was the Thanksgiving Day halftime show? <laughs> He's like, where's Dolly Parton? <laughs> this guitar player doesn't look like Dolly. Her. Is it her? It's yeah, her. it's her. It's not H-E-R? No, I think ev- her. everybody calls her her. Gotcha. And then the weird part about it, when people talk about her, they feel weird saying, I like her. 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 Her and it's messed up. Mm. Happened to me twice. Yeah, it, it turned into like an Abbott and Costello routine, <laughs> right? At uh, at at my Super Bowl party because they're like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "It's her," and they're like, "Who's her?" No, no, that's her. Right? Who? Her? Yeah. It happens. It happened to me too, Solana, with Big Randy. Oh, she needs a better name. I think it's genius because we just talked about it. Yeah, but I mean, who knows who we're talking? We're talking about her. Are we talking about Reba. We're talking about her. Her. Who? Her. Yeah. New name. <laughs> and if you're going to put the periods in between the H, the E, the yeah. R, uh, what are we doing? Is a little it, cutesy. Is it an acronym? Re- I don't know. That's a good question. Is it Solana? I don't even know. But it, that, That's a good question. Period, that yeah. would make sense. I have no idea. It, it, it would make sense if it was because she does have the periods. Hmm. That didn't sound right. <laughs> huh. Crowder, can I get uh, can I get you in one word to describe your thoughts on Alicia Keys? Ooh, (laughs) I don't even know how how many oohs and o's or w's I need, Uh but ooh, Uh goodness gracious! Mm. That first, (laughs) she she was flimmy when she started. Did y'all hear that? It was hard to hear anything. That uh, first, uh, if you uh, can uh, find, if you can find the audio salon, she cracked like she, not even cracked. She was flimmy, and it made me proud because I love Alicia, and like she, she speaks flimmy. to me. Yeah, like oh, she's flimmy. Maybe she ain't afraid. Her is Gabriella Sarmiento Wilson, mm-hmm. known professionally as her, also an acronym for having everything revealed. Huh. See. Now you can't criticize it anymore. It's still, it makes no sense. It actually makes it worse. She's having everything revealed. Just call her worse. <laughs> no, she's busy. You know she plays like 14 instruments or something? Yeah, no, she was very talented. You could tell. Yeah. Like she, she, she was very talented. I heard, I heard it. I was listening like Ricky Smiley this morning taking the kids to school, and they, everybody was saying, like, we knew she could sing. She was really playing the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was weird. Am I the only person on earth when, uh, when they see Ludacris? Thinks of my old headphones. Does anyone no. remember? I my wife, uh, she didn't get me Beats by Dre, which were super like that. It was it was new back then or whatever? She got me Ludas. It was <laughs> it was what were they called? They were uh, sold by Luda. Really? I got I got Ludacris headphones, and that's all I think of uh, uh, when I see him. I'm always like, mm, 
You were so close, you know, like because Dre, Dre turned it into a billion dollars. You were so close, Luda. Some bad business decisions out there. <laughs> Want to invest in beats? Nah, I'm going to start my own. You can Ludacris. purchase a pair of Soul by Ludacris headphones on eBay right now for $19.50. <laughs> I think my wife paid like 150 bucks for those. <laughs> get, you, get you these Ludas. <laughs> Luda. <laughs> All right, let's get headlines yeah. here. Uh, Arande's here. Josh Appel is here. We're at Twin Peaks in Davie, and we will recap the Super Bowl. These headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. Mahomes wins his third Super Bowl, as Hawk mentioned, second in a row, third in five years. He's named Super Bowl MVP for the third time, 25-22 to 22 in overtime. The Kansas City Chiefs, they got it done, gentlemen. Yep, they got it done. They're good. Underdogs throughout the playoffs. They're just good. I knew that second half was going to go ugly. There's her and Usher right now. Usher had to take his shirt off. It was pointless. (laughs) Nah, that was great, too. Come on. Let's be real. That was great. It was great. We can all all admit it was great. The performance was great, Solana. I'm not going to lie to you. The skates were cool for them to be able to dance on skates. That like, was cool. It was cool, but, yeah, like him taking his shirt off was just a slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I started eating meat again. <laughs> How can I compete? Because um, he's got to be up there. He's older than me. Because we went to the same high school, and he left before I got there. So he's older than Crazy. me. Crazy. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, Usher is 45 years old. Mm. God bless him. Man. God bless him. By the way, I feel like our show handicapped that Super Bowl perfectly because Crowder, Hawk, and I. Oh, we're going to have to talk about Fred Warner today. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, CC. Linebacker talk. (laughs) (laughs) But we all kind of said it, and it wasn't a hot take, but we all kind of felt like this is going to come down to Patrick Mahomes or Brock Purdy, who's going to make the big play at the end of the game to win it. And that's exactly what it came down to. Niners had the chance. They end up having to settle for the field goal, third and five uh, in the red zone. They couldn't convert. Kick the field goal, go up three. Patrick Mahomes, They had remember they had that fourth down conversion, fourth and one. Uh, that was San Francisco. One stop, you win the Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, any defense, you know, that like because it's usually the offense, right? It's defense. One stop, you win the Super Bowl. That's an unbelievable thing to have right in front of you. Then you're going against – the greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. He converts with his legs. Romo said it. Hey, chance to, to continue your Super Bowl hopes or lose on this play. You're not giving it to anybody else. Like, he's going to make this play by himself. And then he went down the field, and he won the game himself. He made the plays. I'm not, and I won't get two X's and O.E., but that call for him to run that quarterback option, Patrick Mahomes, the greatest – thrower, arm talent in the world, fourth and one to convert and keep the game alive for Andy Reid to call a run play to him to Nick Bosa's side, who they know is going to come flying in to try to kill people. I, like When I watched it, I said, damn, Andy's good. That was so smart when I watched what he did with Patrick, knowing that they're going to sit two safeties high and try to not let him beat him with his arms. No, watch this. Andy Reid is a genius, man. One of the uh, wagers, a couple that I won last night, Rob Pizzola had said Bosa unders and total sacks unders. And so I bet 
Bosa under half sack. Couldn't get a sack. I'm watching him the whole game. I mean, he's, you know, milliseconds away, but it was perfect handicapping by Pizzola. Yeah. Because he was like, he's going to get close. Mahomes going to get rid of the ball. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what happened. And then I had over or under four and a half sacks for the game, ended at four. Like, it was, that was great handicapping by Pizzola. What about the over-under? Over-under was what, 47? And a half. And a half. And what did it end up being? 47. 47. Wow. Because the Hard Rock app closed at 47. I looked at it right by game time. It was 47. I had 47 and a half. Wow. Oh, my goodness. If they would have... If they would have had to kick an extra point. How about the missed extra point? Oh, yeah. That cost them a Super Bowl. Well, you know what? It, it was blocked. It was There's blocked. Different. But it was a low kick. Yes. That, that's that mid-ground. Correct. It's not a missed extra or, point. That's probably a misnomer. Blocked extra yeah, point. Yeah. But it was low. That's boy, them kickers. I hate when kickers get them. Mm, mm, mm. Special teams kind of blew the game for San Francisco in many ways, but it also kept them in the game and, and had them ahead because their kicker was was automatic yesterday as well. That was amazing. Yeah. And them damn punters. Yeah, man. Man, yes. PED test this morning. <laughs> Those punters were going 67 <laughs> yards. Oh, my goodness gracious. Crowder, you mentioned, you know, watching Mahomes – and and Andy Reid called that play on fourth and one. What your your thought was there, which was like amazing play call. Mine was, yeah, my quarterback would never be able to do that. Well, it's funny. I had a thought of if Tua was San Francisco's quarterback, what would their offense have looked like? Who would you rather have? Because there was a lot of conversation this morning on ESPN about Brock Purdy and how much you might have to pay him. Yeah. What's he worth? Who would you rather have? They were asking Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott. And and I'm I was thinking as I was watching it, Brock Purdy or Tua Tungavailoa. Man, I we might have done this mid season or end of the regular season. Tua slam dunk. Tua slam. I just watched Brock and even though choked out it was that Lions game. Yeah, NFC Championship game. But then he had those drives late to send your team to a Super Bowl. And to be honest, Brock played extremely well yesterday. He did. He looked good. And right there at halftime, he was right there. I think his stats were actually better, more efficient than Patrick Mahomes was. <laughs> He's swinging on me. I might have to take the guy that's carried his team to a Super Bowl over to him. It's an interesting conversation. I don't know. It didn't even throw a touchdown pass yesterday, right? The only touchdown pass thrown was from a wide receiver. And, and when they had a little bit of a lead, they went away from the run game yeah. and they put it in his hands, and yeah. he didn't look all that great when that happened. Third quarter, he had 11 dropbacks, and Christian McCaffrey only had two rushing attempts. And that's when the game totally swung because yep. uh, Kansas City was able to get back into it. But if you don't have that that muff punt, or I guess it's not a muff punt, but whatever, that, that play where it hits the, the, the fumble, right, Kansas City might not even have a chance to be in that game. Yep. So – I don't think, you know, you can blame the loss on anybody for San Francisco. They they kind of just shot themselves in the foot a couple times. It was a lot of it was a lot of non-top 
plays in that game. That muff punt, the fumbles early. There was one series. There was a terrible penalty on, I think it was someone who came in a tight end for George Kittle. Number nine. Never heard of him before in my life. Terrible holding penalty. For no reason. Yeah. The little number, the 25, uh, yep. Chris McCarry's backup was 10 yards yep. away. It was a, there was a series early where Trent Williams had like seven penalties in a row. Yeah. Like, Trent, just leave people alone. Because I think someone had told us the under on total penalties, that had to have gone way over. Yeah, way over. Yeah, yeah. Rob Pozzola had told us Did he us have the under on penalties? Yeah, because I think it was probably like five, five and a half. Had to have gone way over. Trent Williams had five on that series, Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and then even in, in overtime, uh, remember it was third and long, and they called that holding penalty on McDuffie out in the open field, and yes. they ended up getting the first down as well. That yep. allowed San Francisco to keep that drive That going. was a killer, too. Yeah. Somebody texts in, please explain what happened at the very end of the game when Kansas City let the time run all the way down and limited themselves to one play. I don't think a lot of people knew this rule. I didn't either because it's the postseason and you have to have a winner. That would have rolled over to another quarter. Yeah. That was essentially like the first quarter ending. So had the clock run out, they would have reconvened at the other end of the field exactly where they left off, just like the end of the first quarter. So that was confused. I was I was like, what are they doing? The <laughs> clock's running out. Yeah. I had no idea because I figured it was just separate overtime quarters. Yeah. So if you don't score within the first 15 minutes, now we play another overtime. But that's not the case. It's actually like beginning a second game. Yes. So. That's why there was no urgency on that play. Romo Romo tried to explain it, by the way. Yes. He just didn't do a, a, a very great job. My wife got it. My wife yeah. understood it. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And she's like, Romo, just explain that. I'm yeah. like, huh. I couldn't hear him with these Luda headphones on. <laughs> this is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I want you to bet my ashes on red at Planet Hollywood at the roulette table. Hawk and Crowder. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Rondé Gadston is with us at Twin Peaks. This is the final Twin Peaks Monday for the football season. What hopefully, Usher song is this? Hopefully we'll be back here. Yeah. I yeah. want to talk about the Usher halftime show. I want to talk about a lot of stuff. We have a lot of ground to cover here with Rondé Gadston, who himself is a Super Bowl champion. Someone texted in when... From from the moment the Super Bowl concluded, correct. How long did it take till you bought your monkey Malik? Um, let's see. Well, had to get the check. Right. How long does it take to get the check? So probably I got Malik probably April. April. So Super Bowl ends in February. So a couple months after the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. I went to the airport and picked him up. <laughs> you flew. You flew them in. Yeah, I flew them in. <laughs> you flew them in. <laughs> All right, let's talk. They, they let's, talk. In. let's talk. Uh, you watched the game last night. Obviously, we're Correct. talking about it all day, and uh, we talked about it before the show at lunch. Um, Patrick Mahomes yep. and Andy Reid. Correct. Can we say now, hey, you put those two guys up against anyone, 
I got to side with them. They were underdogs last night. They were underdogs in Baltimore. Were they Were they underdogs in Buffalo? I'm guessing that they probably were. They were. Um, like, can you look at that tandem and just say, look, it doesn't matter if he's got Tyreek Hill or Mecole Hardman. Patrick Mahomes, if you give him a breath, he's going to figure out a way to get that dub. I, I think they're on the uh, tandem duo Mount Rushmore for sure. Um, I, I think you can look at them and say, um, you know, I, I, we were just talking about it a second ago. I, I think the confidence that Andy Reid has in Patrick Mahomes to put the team in the best position to make the play or to win the, win the down is incredible. And, and Patrick is, you know, you know, what, beside the interception, you know, he probably, you know, he probably 80, you know, 80 percent. You know what I mean? Like, the, and the plays that he makes bad are not, you know, terrible. They just, you know, didn't work out the way he wanted them executed. But as far as those two together, I, I think you have to put them in that, you know, um, tandem duo: Mount Rushmore, Bill Walsh, Joe Montana, Belichick, and, uh, Brady, Belichick, Brady, and 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 these two. So, um, <clears throat> Cam Cameron, Cleo Lemon. Yeah, those two. Yeah, and. Uh, and now, uh, and now, uh, and now, uh, and that, and, uh, put, put them, put them four in the booth. <laughs> and, and OG, we're speaking about that, just Patrick Mahomes and Andy. We'll put both of them up because we were talking about, we'll get into this play calling. But when you, when somebody loses and wins, it's always like, oh, they made a mistake. Oh, mm-hmm. he took, they, they took the ball at the start of overtime or they weren't aggressive on defense and all that. Patrick went out and got that game on his, with his legs and his arm. Right. No, but th- that's what I'm saying. And you know the you know the 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 part I have with you know us you know the Dolphins is we don't give I don't know whether it's the confidence like you know I'm gonna go back to it because I'm upset still about that the two fourth and twos we had against Tennessee you gotta get two yards why not do the same play why not put Tyree going to the flat Tua rolling out Tua you got the read is easy. Throw it to Tyreek, and he can turn up and get them. Or you going to have to get those two yards. That's just how it go. Like, you know, Patrick Mahomes got 30. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, but almost like, because <laughs> they were talking on first take this morning, it's almost like, you know, is Patrick Mahomes in that MJ category, which is like, no matter what the play call, I think Crowder is kind of saying here, Patrick Mahomes is going to do it. Right, and, no, and like but, but, that, but that's, that's, I don't care if they've got all receivers. But, 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 but I, like, I think he's those, the, taking the ball. But I think the great quarterbacks do that. I, I, you know, I've been in, you know, great quarterbacks. I mean, I've been in the huddle with Troy Aikman and Dan Marino, and plenty of times calls come in when they like, yo, scratch the call. This was about to happen. I need you to do this. Just do it, and I handle the rest. Like I, I you know, the the play that. I, I like and I'm famous for with Dan was Jimmy was like run the hits. Dan was like scratch the hits, man. Run the go. <laughs> right. I'm like, yo. He like, listen to what I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. Run the go. And, you know, I'll get it there. You do your part, I'm gonna do mine. Bet. Let's go. You know, like sometimes that, that has to happen, but your quarterback has to have that moxie to make that happen. You you think you, you know, whether it's good or bad. You know Josh Allen does it because he does some plays that I know they didn't call that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, but he but he puts it on himself to make it happen, and that's I think the next next level for us to make it to the next step 
is, is Tua has to do that. And I, I think he did it a little bit in Kansas City. He rushed for more yards than I've seen him rush for in a long time. But he has to do that more often. And, you know, I, is it the confidence from the coach or the confidence from him? Like, you're the starting quarterback. We're not bringing in Mike White, bro. You can mess up 37 times. You're still in there. So I, I think Patrick Mahomes is, is, is uh, clear and confident at the task at hand, because you, you, you could tell, you, watching the game, you could tell, like, he's not running now, mm-hmm. but he's ready. when there's time to run, he's going to make it happen. And he made it happen, but the, the, it's, I, I put the money on Pacheco to get 66 yards, <laughs> my six-leg parlay down the drain, but Patrick he Holmes so got 70 yards. Big six-leg it, parlay. Man, I, so close. I even got 250-yard field goals bring me the money. That I'm was like, part of his parlay. Oh, like, yes. Two 50-plus-yard field goals. Yeah. All he needed was Pacheco. The 66 yard. I had Justin Strzok to get the <laughs> one pass. <laughs> and everything going my way, man. Pacheco stinks. <laughs> it, it's funny that y'all, I was watching post-game with Bull Booger and the uh, crinkly finger black dude. What's his name? Uh, no, that's Booger and um, Boomer. Yeah. Boomer and Booger. Yeah. yeah. Well, Boomer's white. And Pacheco. Right. No, he's Hispanic. Boomer? I'm Chris Berman. Chris Berman. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Berman is Hispanic? Holy moly. <laughs> no, so Pacheco said that Patrick, before that play, when he took off down the middle and got to 30, yeah. he said, hey, if they spread it out, I'm gone. He's um, like, we all knew in the huddle he was going to be running. Said if he, he, but that's I'm what gone. I'm saying. Like th- those quarterbacks know that before, just from what's going on. That, that's what I'm saying. And, and you know, like Andy Reid did the same thing. The the little play that has obviously won them two Super Bowls, the fake motion come back. Corn dog. He corn dog. He is he yeah. has held it. He held it. Like at the beginning of the game, first series, they did the. Uh, Fifth, I mean, uh, number 17 came in motion and did the around. And they did it a few other times before. And he held it until that play where they're, oh, coming back, touchdown. I mean, you know, they have those things that they can do that put them over the hump. And, and we just don't have that here as a big. Well, I don't think many teams have No, no, that. no. Who, what can derail? I saw this on ESPN. What can derail? Mahomes and Andy Reid. Injury, that's it. That's it. That's what <laughs> yeah. they were saying on ESPN. Yeah. Because what else? Because you took Tyreek Hill off this team. Yeah. And they won two Super Bowls in yeah. a row. Right. So what could possibly With Andrew derail them? Heart attack. Andrew Tony on the team, they still winning. Kadarius Tony. He not even playing. He didn't even <laughs> play. Kadarius was, was oh, a mush. <laughs> he said, they, they told him not to play. Yeah, he said, I'm healthy. I'm ready to go. Yeah. They said, go sit down. They said, no, thank you. He said, well, no, that, thank you. Your, your table Jared, is waiting. Jerry McKinnon ain't playing two months, three months. He played. He caught a pass. I thought he was hurt. Yeah, yep. caught a pass. Groin was torn. <laughs> they had an extra spot because Kadarius Tony didn't couldn't play. So I, I know we talked about the play calling situation. Now, after the interception, if I'm not mistaken, San Francisco ran nine pass plays. Eight pass plays out of ten plays they ran, I think, something like that. Terrible. Terrible, bro. And McCaffrey was looking good. Man. I mean, he was just carrying people on his back. I don't know why they went away from him. I don't know. We talked about this. Buffalo did it. Remember, Buffalo wouldn't, th- wouldn't run the ball anymore in the fourth quarter. It was down by seven it, or bro. something. And Baltimore it. did it. Baltimore ran the ball with six times with running back. People get so scared of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid that they're like, we got to score as fast as we can. 
You're winning the game. And controlling it. Why would you? Why do you panic when you're winning the game? You got the turnover. Bro, run the ball. They run did, the ball. They did it in the fourth when they went down and scored in the fourth. They did it in the fourth. But there's something happens where I swear they see And I'm a receiver, and I'm telling and they you. they get mad. The right. I've never heard of Rondé say this before. Run the ball, bro. Because it's a one-game series. It's one game. That's it. That's it. I'm saying to Crowder, the first segment today, like as a defensive guy, you know, San Francisco has the defense has that dream scenario because right. it's always the offense has a chance. The offense can win the game here. Right. There's a dream scenario for the defense. One stop, you win the Super Bowl. You win the Super Bowl. One stop, yeah. you win the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, you're facing Patrick Mahomes. Well, I'm thinking if, if, if Hardman does the little return and he flicks it over, somebody get a pick six. Jump on. <laughs> what a way to end. That's my mind. When I see the formation, I'm like, they're not running the ball. They're not putting this in Pacheco's hands. Patrick right, Somebody's twice. either going to catch a slant or right. somebody's going to break up a slant. That's what's going right, to happen. Right, right, right. Patrick right. pulled that ball and took off. I said, boy, boy, boy. There's no way. There was there's only no one way. person but, that wanted but, that to go to Pacheco, and it was <laughs> Ronnie. Right, <laughs> right. I had the over. Get him, Pacheco. What, what about the uh, overtime situation? So you, you were – you were like uh, Sanhan. You didn't know the rules. I knew. No, no, no. I didn't know the rule at the end of the first the first quarter when the clock was running out. I knew that both teams get to possess oh, the ball yeah, on was, that overtime. It's a no-brainer. It, like Ron and I were saying at lunch, like there's no scenario. Right. Well, I'm going to take know, the ball. You know both teams get to possess the ball. Right. There's no scenario. Well, I'm giving where, them the ball. Yeah. It didn't talk about the third sense. series, bro. Who thinks about the third series? <laughs> I, I don't want to get to the third right. series. Like, how, how about this? I'm with y'all, but how about this thought, OG? Because Hawk and myself talked about earlier. How about you try to bully the bully? How about I'm going to go out here and put up seven on you, so now I put you in that situation where you have to score. But it, it, it's, it's totally different because when you're the second guy in, you got four downs because you're not punting it because if you punt it, the game's over. So I got four downs to get ten yards. I'm going with, the, I'm going with Brock Purdy on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm even going with Brock Purdy on that. You have an advantage. It's yeah, literally you, an inherent advantage. Yeah, you don't ever have to worry about third down. <laughs> right. You always have right the tush four push. Downs. You got the tush push in your bag. Like yeah, we can get three yards. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. Crowder, you smoke cigars, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I smoke. Hawk and Crowder. All right, back at Twin Peaks. In Davy, Josh Appel is here. He, of course, a broadcaster for the NFL nationally on Sports USA. He's also the public address announcer for the Marlins at Lone Depot Park. I was driving down to Twin Peaks today on 95 Billboard for the Marlins. Said opening day, March something. Yeah, 28th. Be here before you know it. Be here before you know it. You sound very proud. I am. I'm excited for baseball season. All right. Well, we're not going to talk about it today. <laughs> What uh <laughs> I'll ask you, we just kinda ended the last segment saying what could derail Mahomes and Andy Reid other than injury? Like like they're underdogs this postseason and they just showed you it doesn't really matter. So now you get to next season, future seasons. Like what what like what can't they do? I don't know. And I, I saw somebody point out that this wide receiver class in this coming draft is very deep 
So they're going to get another guy for that offense. Rasheed Rice came on strong this year. Kelsey's still got another couple years left. They have a running back in Pacheco. They have a really good defense. Like, this was the worst Chiefs team that he's had. And they just won the Super Bowl and turned it on in the second half like it was nothing. Like, they needed two drives from him at the end of the fourth quarter to tie it. And then, of course, in overtime to take the lead. And it was like he, it, nothing phases that guy. They sent a, a, an all-out blitz at him on one of those third downs. He beat it like it was nothing. You drop back in coverage, he beats it like it's nothing, or he takes off with his legs. Yeah. Like, it, he is impossible to defend. And you give him a defense like that that they have, I mean, I, I just I don't see how this stops anytime soon. But, like, I feel like we always say that when, like, in the moment right after it happens. But it's been what, six seasons he's been in the league, and they've been to, what, four Super Bowls now? He's Unbelievable. Three of them? Like, it's, un- it's crazy. Maybe what about salary cap? Like, then they can't keep Ladarius McDuffie. But they already weren't able to keep, including their best receiver, Tyreek Hill. And they won back-to-back. Tyreek Hill, who was an MVP candidate this year. He, as the Dolphins did okay when he didn't play, but... He was in the MVP conversation all year. They traded an MVP at one of the at that skill position, and didn't like they back to back Super Bowls. That is crazy. And uh, I saw this tweet. This is from OptiStats. Patrick Mahomes is the only NFL quarterback in the last thirty years to go eight for eight or better with twenty-seven or more rushing yards on a single drive in any game, regular season or postseason, and he did it in overtime in the Super Bowl. Amazing. We all knew what was going to happen when overtime started. There was no doubt. I think I, honestly, I don't care who got the ball first. <laughs> and I know well, it was a mistake. Least, I didn't care who got the ball. First. At least give yourself a fighting chance <laughs> because know. you know what? Like if for me, Kyle Shanahan. Like, let's say you go down and score a touchdown. Do you need to go for two? I was thinking the same because, thing. Like you have to be thinking they're going to come. We all knew they were going to go down and score. So now you're thinking, do I have to preemptively? Go for two because I might lose this game if they get down there and decide to go for two. Like, it's why that decision is maddening. They didn't know the rules. Oh, no. That was so obvious. They didn't know the rules. And I didn't know the rules either, but I'm not the head coach of a team in the Super Bowl. I think that the juxtaposition of the Chiefs players saying, yeah, we went over this stuff all the way back in camp at the beginning of the season, and obviously they were fresh and they have meetings every week, just about the different rules, to Kyle Juszczyk and, a, and Eric Armstead saying, yeah, I learned about the rules on the Jumbotron in overtime. Like, that is that is not a good look for the head coach. Not at all. And, I don't, and it's not an indictment on his ability generally as a head coach. He's clearly one of the best, you know, two or three coaches in the league right now. Been to two Super Bowls as a head coach and has had two excruciating losses to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but... Not knowing the situation there is crazy. And, Hawk, you bring up a great point because, you know, he's Shanahan after the fact, and others are trying to find his train of thought for taking the ball first. Say, well, if you get to the third possession, then it's sudden death and you get the ball first there. But to your point, Hawk, if I'm the Chiefs or if I'm the Niners and I get the ball second after a touchdown, why am I going to take the chance of giving the ball back to them? I can end up by getting two yards here. And, and by the way, if you're Kansas City, you already had a situation where they had to stop you. If they stop you, they win the Super Bowl. You needed a couple yards. You know you can get it. Yeah. I, I think to your point where, like, they were killing them on blitzes, but 
in that in the the fourth quarter and overtime, I think that Steve Wilkes and the 49 defense got way too conservative because the four wasn't getting home anymore. You're going to just let him sit and pick you apart? At least make him make quick decisions. Do something. There was a time where Shanahan called a timeout. I mean, you could tell they were about to blitz, and Shanahan called a timeout, and then when they came out of timeout, they were two safeties deep, four shell. I'm like, you're just going to sit and let Patrick Mahomes eat you up all game. I, I wonder what the feeling internally is with the 49ers where you have Nick Bosa, all-pro pass rusher, and you have Chase Young on the other side. And the tackles in Kansas City, not the greatest. I mean, Jawan Taylor and uh, Donovan Smith, they're solid NFL starters, but they are nowhere near like the upper echelon of offensive tackles in the league, especially in pass blocking. And they couldn't get home, those two guys, the entire game. And it almost kind of reminded me of like the conversations we have about Bradley Chubb last season. And how it's so like close. so close. Right. I mean, you were talking about your Bosa prop and how close he got I mean, every single time. Millisecond. And and credit to Patrick Mahomes for feeling that he's so good at that, yeah. feeling pressure and getting rid of the ball. But like Nick Bosa's getting paid a lot of money. Chase Young's getting paid a lot of money. And they are supposedly, or they are, two of the best at that position. And if you're not gonna rush for and get home against that team, against those tackles with those pass rushers, I mean, you see the result. Who would you rather have? As your quarterback, Brock Purdy or Tua Tagovailoa? Am I taking contract into this no. equation? No. I probably lean Brock Purdy at this point. It's. I mean, I, I've seen him get to a Super Bowl. I saw. I saw his and hold his own. Right. I saw his Super Bowl run end last year on a freak elbow injury in the NFC Championship game, and I. I, I love Tua. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he should get extended. All these need, all these things need to be said because anytime you take a guy or say something that is like right, it immediately critical, means you hate the I, other I, guy. I, I, yeah. I don't. I, I like Tua. I think him and Brock Purdy are very similar players. One's lefty, one's righty, obviously. And yeah, like I, I think they're very similar. But the proof here is the results. I mean, Brock Purdy back to back years and it's a championship game and a Super Bowl appearance. Like to me. That's separate. Solana, who you taking? I guess there's probably no question for you, right? No, honestly, I, I think I think Tua is a better better quarterback, and I, I think Brock Purdy is is more. You know, when they say Tua's a game manager, uh, he's just a system quarterback. To me, that is Brock Purdy. Like he can get you to that game. Is he going to beat Patrick Mahomes? No. Is he going to win you a game just based on his ability to be great? I don't think he has that in him. I think Tua has a bit of that in him. I don't think Tua can ever beat Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen in a big playoff game. I, I still don't think that's possible, but I would take to a no contract involved, like just based on who's a better right, quarterback. You're just picking like, a, yeah. like, you know, you're in PE and I, you're I just think, picking I think, guys. I think Tua is clearly a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. But the thing I would push back on that, Solana, though, that uh, can Brock Purdy beat Mahomes in a, in a big game? Like end of the fourth quarter, like he drove them and got them the lead with 150-something left, and then in overtime – gotten the lead so he's putting them in positions to win I guess the difference there would be all right he went and got three both times and then Mahomes drove down and got six so I guess that that's the difference but like you have to give Purdy credit he wasn't the sharpest we've seen him last night give credit to Steve Spagnuolo and the Chiefs defense but I mean he still had that team up twice late in the game is it is there a similarity though to like Ryan Tannehill taking Tennessee to the AFC championship game but it's Derrick Henry like if you don't have Derrick Henry is it because I'm watching C-Mac highlights on the on the monitor behind you but but I think it's it's all of it though like I don't think you can say like I I don't know if Sam Darnold is their quarterback 
if they're playing in the Super Bowl last night. I think no, Sa- I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying, I, right. I like, is it? I mean, is it so heavily weighted to Christian McCaffrey and Ayuk no. and Samuel and? Because in that Detroit game, Brock went crazy on that last drive. Yeah, had a terrible three quarters. Yeah. Going crazy on that last drive. Had some good drives going. But to your point, a heavy. A very heavy run approach when they were being successful. When they threw the ball eight out of 11 times, they weren't scoring any points. Right. So Brock can't put it on his shoulders. But the thing would kind of be where it's funny because to that point, if two was a 49er last night, they still get beat. Right. But I also watched Brock Purdy go to the Super Bowl. And to, like to what Lionel, you just said, you, don't, you know that Brock Purdy can't beat Patrick Mahomes in fourth quarter. I've watched Tua lose to Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter two games already this year in London and then in the playoffs. Like, he don't. He doesn't have but those if big four quarter drives. Who was the Niners quarterback last night? Remember, there was that Same span game. where they were letting Purdy throw instead of you know continuing with the run game. Is Tua a better passer? You know what I mean? Like maybe. I feel like we're splitting hairs here. They're maybe. very similar. I think that's what we're getting at. Maybe because well, are they both here, top here's 15? the here's the point. Yeah. I'm assuming Brock Purdy is going to be the Niners quarterback for a long time. Mm-hmm. Can they, with him, win a Super Bowl? Well, I think the thing for them would be, if especially Kyle Shanahan, all right, I got there with Jimmy Garoppolo. I got within a game last year and a ridiculous injury luck with Purdy and then the backup in the game in Philadelphia last year. And then I just got there again with Purdy this year. I think he's their guy. I think Shanahan loves a guy who's going to do what he asks him to do, can run the offense at a high level and get it to the guys that just basically play point guard. Now, when it's time for Brock to get his contract, some of those guys are obviously going to have to move on to somewhere else because they can't pay him. But I, I think Shanahan and Purdy are attached like But in other words, they're time. a Super Bowl, potentially a Every Super Bowl year. winning team. They're your favorite in the NFC going into the next season? They are the favorite, period. In the, in the NFL. Yeah, they've already put out the odds. They are the favorite going into next year. I don't know. Like with Shanahan, t- can you just run it back? Can you just run it back? We're gonna. We're, I mean, they're gonna run through the NFC. Well, they're gonna go into the, you know, like the Detroit Lions and Green Bay were up on them at half. So there is some competition in the NFC. You just run it back and say, well, this is it as simple as saying, yeah, we run it back because I made the wrong call in overtime. I made the wrong call, and if I call that the opposite, maybe we win. Maybe we're in the position at the end to win, and maybe also, you know, a blunder. Was it, was it the, the, the punt? punt. Yeah. Like, was it just, if if that doesn't happen and KC doesn't get the ball deep in our territory in that particular moment, like, maybe they do win that game. And I would also say that, yeah, they can run it back because you look at the gauntlet in the AFC compared to what you have to go through in the NFC, it's a lot different. Baltimore. Like you've, got, you've got Goff and Baker Mayfield this year played well for the Bucks, but like and Jalen Hurts when they're clicking. That's it. You've got we always talk about, well, where, does, where do you rank Tua in the pantheon of quarterbacks in the AFC? And it's tough. But Tua had obviously played at a high level this year. There's probably four or five guys in front of him, including Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson. Like, there are so many uh, guys. Josh Allen, that you have to go through in the AFC where the path is so much more difficult in that conference than it is for the Niners in the NFC. Not to say that it's not hard, but it's significantly harder in the AFC. Is there any doubt after last night that the NFL is king? No. I mean, that game, you couldn't have asked 
for a better finish awesome. to a Super Bowl. Like you saw, I think, at the end of the year, they showed all the television shows. I think the NFL had 97 of the top 100 shows during the year. And then you get to a championship. And how often does a championship actually deliver or exceed on the expectations? Like, I watched that, and I was just like, and I love NFL more than any other sport. I like football season. I like NFL more than college football. That's just my my wheelhouse, those, you know, 17 games and then the postseason. I watched that last night just kind of in amazement. I always, I love the Super Bowl. But then you get sad, you know, the next day or whatever because it's going to be till August again before you're seeing football. But is there any doubt that NFL is the king of the sports world? I, how can there be any doubt after last night? After really the whole season and what just the NFL, the way they've grown over the last however many years, everybody makes plans on a Sunday around. You just make plans around the Super Bowl. Whether you're going to watch at home, you're getting home, finishing whatever you got done earlier in the day, and you're getting home in time to watch. Or you're making a plan to go over to somebody's house or go to a restaurant, like Twin Peaks, to watch the game. Like It, it, it is obviously a cultural event uh, here. And I, I sent you this tweet. Uh, Hawk earlier. It's not just people listen, uh, watching on TV. Uh, Richard Deitch tweeted out that on Westwood One, the national radio broadcast. We aired it on 560. 25 to 30 million people over the course of the game will tune in to that radio broadcast in addition to however many 50-something million, probably more, that watch it on TV. It's crazy. And, and it's a third of the country. Gambling. Gambling. Not hurt changed, it at all. Changed the... No, it's changed everything for their benefit. For their benefit. Watching pregame shows and they're bringing on Anita Marks to talk about the over Christian McCaffrey catches. I was like, this is wild. I mean, you have people tuning in for just the – sometimes people like to see the national anthem just because they usually have a famous person singing it. And I know that betting on the anthem isn't something that's a new phenomenon, but now that betting is so accessible, you got everybody on it if there's a line that gets offered. And you're tuning in for the free national anthem to see whether it goes over 89 and a half seconds. Coin flip. We had the uh, the marketing manager for uh, BetMGM or Bet Online on with us last week, and he said, "You will never hear in a sports book a bigger eruption. Doesn't matter if there's a kick return for a touchdown. You will never hear a bigger eruption than after the coin flip because half the people start their gambling night with uh, with a win, and and half the people start their night with a loss." I was listening. I left the heat game. I'm listening to all that stuff in the car on the way home to go watch this game. I'm listening to the coin flip. I swear, if you just took the reaction from the crowd after the coin flip, <laughs> you would have thought it was the game-winning touchdown drive by Patrick Mahomes because the eruption when it was heads was insane. Like, yeah, insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's really, it's, 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 it's got that holiday feel to it where every single thing about it just delivers. But last night was just, was such a spectacular finish. Like I was just in awe when it was over. I'm like, oh my God, like that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like your, your expectations are always one thing. And then you're like, well, it was a good, you know, you knew that they weren't going to like that could have gone either way. We were how many seconds away from double overtime in the Super Bowl? Right. Like, crazy and and what's even more odd is that like the first half wasn't all that entertaining third quarter Niners couldn't do anything Kansas City obviously got back into the game but that fourth quarter in overtime like that is why you you watch this and I don't know how Vegas does it I, the over under on the game that's what was 47 and a half is what it yeah. closed at and they yeah. finish at 47 yeah how how is it Ve- deep state uh, 
I don't know how deep the state is, <laughs> but it's wild how how accurate they are. It's unbelievable. What? Uh, well, they weren't that accurate on Fred Warner, but well, what was yeah, what was no, Vegas like uh, when you were out there last week? Crazy, crazy, as crazy as you've ever seen Vegas. How did you get around? Oh my goodness, the taxi there was so lines much traffic. and the Ubers. It was like probably Thursday. The taxi lines would be a hundred people long. Wow. It was wild. We had to end up rent, like uh, paying somebody, some dude, a hundred dollars to take us 0.8 miles. Because I, I was seeing on Twitter to go one mile on the strip an was an hour. Yeah. Yes, it was crazy. The 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 tables three deep. The I was telling uh I think OG I was staying. I might have been Josh. The high limit room. I can see how OG and I could be confused <laughs> for each other. Yeah, you know, big and. <laughs> Masculine, beautiful men, but uh, <laughs> no, like I'm like okay, well I'll I'll, I'll bend a little more high in the limit, limit room because then there's not all the hoo ha sardines packed wow. in there like sardines. You have to leave the high limit room to go get a drink in the regular casino to go back in the high limit room. I I watched NFL all pros, current players looking around for waitresses sitting there with a hundred grand on the table. That is, it was in. See your point. It was the busiest I've ever seen Vegas. I go, I, I go for a fight for anything. anything. It was it was wild. It just famous people walked around everywhere. That is wild, man. What I did hung you think out with of Kevin uh, from the office? Did you really? Whoa, Kevin from the office. How did you know? Somebody said it. They were like, "That's Kevin from the office." I don't know his real name. That's uh, Ryan Baumgartner. Brian Baumgartner. Yeah, big yeah. dude. He's very cool. Down to earth. Talked to me. Talked to my wife for like 30 minutes. Just messing around. He's the highest grossing celebrity on Cameo. He's he's a, he's cool as hell. He gets after it. You know, me and him, we we could we were going drink for drink. But, yep, talked to Kevin for the office about half an hour. That's cool as hell. Yeah. That's the best celebrity running there is. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Shake what your mama gave you. Hawk and Crowder. Let's get 4 o'clock headlines here with Alejandro Solana. Driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. I wanted to revisit something Appel was saying when talking about Mahomes and his dominance. How this year, probably the worst roster he's had in any of his Super Bowl winning seasons. And this tweet yesterday for me um, kind of summed it up perfectly with just how unbelievable this run was from Mahomes. It came from somebody on Twitter, Warren Sharp, at Sharp Football. He said, the scariest part about this Super Bowl, this was supposed to be the year to knock off the Chiefs. Mahomes was the most expensive cap hit in the NFL, $37 million. His offensive line, as Appel mentioned, weakened. His wide receiver won a rookie. They were forced to play six straight games at a rest disadvantage, weeks 12 through 17. The only time a team had had to do that in NFL history. They played in Germany. Didn't have a first-round bye. They had to play on the road in the divisional round as an underdog. They had to play on the road in the conference championship round as an underdog. And they were the underdogs in the Super Bowl. Toughest path to a Super Bowl based on strength of opponent faced ever. And they still won the Super Bowl. That's I said, you know, all last week, like, you want to talk about Goat and Brady, and yeah. you've already seen enough from Mahomes. And I kept saying, you know what? If you win this Super Bowl after having gone through Buffalo on the road, Baltimore on the road, and then you go into the Super Bowl as an underdog and win, like, then I'll have that conversation. And he did it. Like, you yeah. can't, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, yeah, like, I look at the league now and I go, okay. Until that guy shows me that he can't do it, I don't care who's surrounding him. 
he's going to do it. And that this is why I say, like, why when I talk about Brady, Mahomes is why I talk about arm talent and the ability to play the quarterback position. Why Patrick is on top. The same thing people are saying about Patrick Mahomes this year is what they say about Brady. Jabbar Gaffney was his best receiver some years. David Patton. Troy Brown, David Patton. People like that were his best receivers. He had Gronk, though. So Mahomes has Kelsey. He had Gronk, and that's all they needed. You put garbage around him. I would say the most impressive thing about this run, even on the other side, Chris Jones is the best defensive interior guy in the world. Um, Darius Sneed, like, they have all pros all on that team. The offensive line that Patrick is playing behind, is it's, that's most impressive to me because they don't have – you brought it up earlier. They don't have no great players protecting him. He just makes it work with his feet and extending those plays. But it's a criticism that they did of Brady a long time. Where's his weapons? Hell, he's going to throw it to somebody. They'll get a big old white dude that can jump real high in the air. Well, you, you pair that up with the guy implementing the scheme and Andy Reid, who's one of the best play callers and guys who've designed an offense in the history of the NFL – and like that, Andy Reid Mahomes combo is clearly lethal yeah. and, and like stoppable force. And, and and just like I always think back to when they drafted him and what they were like. They had Alex Smith, and they were ten, eleven wins every year. They were in the playoffs every year. They made Mahomes sit for a year behind Alex Smith, and now, now this, uh, it's it is one of the more man like they are the team of the a, uh, like 2018 to now a topic on first take this morning it was like who's closer to claiming the title of the goat mahomes to brady or lebron to mj Ooh, i you know what are y'all i'm thinking of big picture me personally mahomes is better than tom brady better than tom brady he's better than tom brady but is he the goat? See, they were they were getting so they were going into yeah. the weeds on that on ESPN. They were going, well, wait a second. I believe he's the more talented quarterback, and he is by far the best quarterback in the league right now. But until he's got five rings, six rings, I don't want to hear about him being the goat. So we're ring counting. Every I ask people this all the time. Well, we no, long but when, but when, thing, when things are, when things are even, and how many rings did Brady win? Seven. Six, seven, seven. So why? What's the what's the big goofy knock knee dude that has six, twelve rings? Bill Russell? Well, I mean, Bill Russell. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like was well, 10 feet taller than everybody else. But when people playing. start talking, Kareem Abdul Jabbar had 100 points, and all, you look at his number, like, it was when, Will, 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 sorry, Will Chamberlain. When people start talking about, hey, <laughs> so compare him, he's better. He can't be better because he doesn't have five rings. No, 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 no. Okay, no. so let's ring count. No, 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 things no, are, no. When things are equal and they're as talented as they are, well, you've got to have something to, thing. to separate him. And I would also say, you can't just say, hey, this guy's that much better, but. He's got more rings because you could do that with Robert Ory. Yeah. But when you see greatness, Tom Brady is probably the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen up until Mahomes. Yes. So now he's also got seven rings. But here, here's the thing, though. We've seen these two quarterbacks match up in a Super Bowl against each other. And it wasn't Brady on the Patriots. It was Brady on the Buccaneers. And Brady and the Bucs beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So, And that was his seventh ring. And even in that Super Bowl... The more dominant quarterback play was Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Tom Brady threw a couple of checkdowns. I, I I don't even necessarily disagree with you, but good luck winning that argument. Over right. Him. I mean, and, uh, now we're gonna do. He beat him in the Super Bowl, who, but and I can't Mahomes even think played of, better. I mean, who did Brad Johnson play when Tampa won? Who did Rich Trent Dilfer yeah, play? One like, ring. That person, that's one ring. No, but I'm saying so. It's like that's that's the whole goat thing, the goat. So it has to do with team success. 
It has to do with longevity, like you said, and it has to do with the number of championships. Well, also greatness. You're 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 forgetting the one. You're, you're forgetting like, are you arguing? Are you of all argu- time? Are you arguing that Tom Brady? Take Mahomes out of it. Yes. Are you arguing that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in NFL history? No. If you're, if so that's what I'm saying. Like, they, 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 like, but it but sounds I'm like saying, his criteria is different. That's than. what. But the criteria you can argue for anything. I can say take the rings out of like Dan Marino and Joe Montana and those guys. They were amazing yes, quarterbacks. You're correct. But they don't have as many rings as Tom Brady. Correct. But if they were on the Tom Brady teams, they might have more rings. Put Patrick Mahomes. But we just talked about Tom Brady not having like, anything around him other than Gronk. I know, but it's so it's like there's so much criteria. I think, honestly, me personally, I know why we do the GOAT conversation, but you can move the bar so far on that any way that, that kind of builds your narrative. I think you know the greatest when you see the greatest. Like yeah. you like I don't think you can create criteria. Like listen, Dan Marino is one of the greats. But I don't think you could ever make the case that he's the greatest quarterback in NFL history because he is lacking one key component. A ring. Is it what what's the number of rings not for you Channing cuz you yeah. you know staked your claim that Mahomes is already better but like Generally speaking, what do you think is the number that Mahomes has to get to to pass? Well, I think Brady? he's kind of there. So I do think I. It's so three do I. this early on, like he's there. I'm not. I'm not uh, arguing it. But but anymore. he's he's pretty much doing he's doing the Brady thing where he's just pencil him into the AFC Championship yeah. game at minimum every yeah. single year. There is, is some breaking and, news. And Hold on, it, Solana. It, let me let me just share this breaking news. Do you have a do you have a uh, a sounder? If you saw this over the weekend on social media, this may not come as a huge shock, but it is official. We always let the bed play all the way out. We paid for it. This is the second, the Brave. Right. That's right. <laughs> Reba. Got a little cutie. Run it back. <laughs> Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan have called it quits. Mm, wow. They have broken up after about a Shot. year wow. of dating. I don't know if you saw yesterday, she had scrubbed every picture of him off her Instagram account yeah. and stop following him. It's crazy that it didn't work out. It is official now. No one saw this coming because yeah. I think huh? a lot of people thought this was true love, like the kind of love that comes around once in a lifetime. I may have mm-hmm. to reconsider what I think is the definition of, like, I have to go home and talk to my wife. Like, this is a, Right, because you deal. thought this would last forever. Yeah, if that's yeah. not going to last. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying, Solana? I want him to have a baby in the name of Michael. <laughs> Scotty. They should have named Phil. him Scotty. Phil. <laughs> this is Michael Jordan. I was kind of invested yeah, in their relationship, fun. you know? I mean, this this comes as a huge blow to me. I can't least. believe it went that long. Uh, I really can't. Like, I thought it was a little cutesy at the beginning. Hey, they're both getting some pub. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they're on, like, interview shows talking about, you know, this love that they have. I they, thought it was a bit. And I didn't think it was at real. At the beginning, it was a bit, yeah. I thought. And then they actually seem to love each other, but it is over. I believe we called this. Mm. I was kind of mad about it, saying it's silly, and you were like, "Come on now, this is this isn't going to last." And mm. then, yeah, it didn't. We're profits, profits. I think when you're looking at the goat debate, are you talking about the greatest individual player in their respective sport, or are we talking about legacy? Because if you are doing legacy, then yeah, Tom Brady is the goat. That's inarguable. And Michael Jordan, his legacy is cemented as the GOAT because six NBA Finals appearances, six rings, two back-to-back-to-back title runs, 
with, you know, him not playing in between. Like, nobody's going to be able to top that, or at least we don't think they are. But when you're just talking about it's the same reason I think Patrick Mahomes, Crowder, I'm with you. You just look at him, and he, he can't surpass Brady's legacy yet because he hasn't played that long yet. But when you just look at the individual player, it's the same thing I do with LeBron and Jordan. Who's the better overall talent? The same reason you think Patrick Mahomes has already beaten Tom Brady in that category, in that discussion, is the same reason I think LeBron James beats Michael Jordan in that discussion alone. But when you talk about legacy, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron can't pass that. He's lost too many NBA title, uh, NBA finals. And the same goes for Patrick Mahomes. Until he passes that number of rings, he can't have a better legacy than Tom Brady. That was as cogent a point as Alejandro Solana has ever made on this show. The way he laid it out, mm-hmm. the way that he get that was as cogent as anything's ever said, up until the point <laughs> where he says LeBron is more talented than MJ, and, and then everything got wiped out. He is. Talk. He is. We haven't learned after this long. He got that from somebody else. Who'd you get that from? Who did you get? You still joked from SNL. You got that point from somebody because it really made that was much really sense. like that was laid out perfectly. There wasn't a stumble, a mumble like it I, was. Uh, there, there was a stumble. There. I he don't said think the there NBA was. championship was in the like, NBA final. I wasn't going to say anything. But he that said was really there. good. But it wasn't perfect. Just, he just happens to be wrong about MJ and LeBron. I'm not. Tig. I'm not. Who you steal that from? Man, I called. <laughs> I I opened up the post game show. After the Celtics game, I think Jimmy cut the audio, you rat bastard. But I opened up the show. Tommy asked me a question. I'll get the audio for you, Hawk. And I go, well, Hawk. Oh, yeah, Jimmy texted me. Jimmy texted me. He goes, he goes Solana just called Tommy Tig Hawk. <laughs> Tommy Tig's head must have exploded. You were probably honored to the highest degree. I was at, honored to at, the highest degree, and he was insulted, insulted to the highest degree. That is so great. Did you acknowledge it immediately? Uh, of or course. Did you just barrel ahead. No, immediately. And I, I think I'm rubbing off on Tommy just a tiny little bit because he will just barrel through anything, right? But he even, you know, acknowledged like Hawk. Uh, this isn't <laughs> two to six on WQAM local. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, but but seriously, like, how can you not look at Tom Brady and say, okay, he he had his limitations, wasn't mobile, but his arm was maybe the most accurate we've ever seen, and he won all the big moments. You look at Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look at that drive yesterday. That's what he needed to say, hey, he can do it in the absolute biggest moment with the ball in his hands. He didn't need anybody else. He went, he got that fourth and one himself. What was MJ's shortcoming, though? MJ didn't have a shortcoming. He only had, I mean, again, I'm not discrediting this as a bad thing. Six NBA Finals appearances is insane. But he only had six NBA Finals appearances. LeBron James had a span where he went to eight straight finals. He yeah, lost, that, that lost MJ, most of them. MJ but, was doing it before Deep State took over. Okay. <laughs> it's all scripted now. Uh, I don't know if you guys. Uh, you know what? I don't know if you guys are blind to what's going on. In the goat conversation, you could bring up Deep State and you can make a valid point. Yeah, because it, 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 I'm telling you, it is because so it's all like raw. Yeah. Here's here's what I know. It's about, nebulous about the Brady yeah. Mahomes debate. Okay, Tom Brady, Channing Crowder, one interception of Brady. Patrick Mahomes, Channing Crowder, zero interceptions of Mahomes. Already so had that take. Is that for, did you? Is that is that a positive on hmm. Brady or Mahomes? Like what, what's going to get me in less trouble with Crowder? And that'll be my answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so certain. I don't know. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. It's, it's all right. You know, it's not completely horrible. 
if I had to rate it out of 100, I'd say a 3 out of 100. I wouldn't say this is actually that good. Hawk and Crowder. There's my guy, Usher. They're showing his that. I, I really tried to annoy Solana today with my Usher takes because it happens to be a very good show. Yeah. Um, and Solana never bit. <laughs> Did not bite the entire uh, the entire afternoon. A little disappointed. I was even trying on text last night. I, I'm him. peppering him <laughs> because I knew how much he was looking forward to Usher. So I, you know me, I'm just going to go the opposite route. If you're looking forward to something, I can tell you why it's so <laughs> terrible. Never got him to bite. I also saw on social media Solana's uh, Super Bowl party. They had the Costco Glizzies. What a great party! <laughs> great party. <laughs> burgers and dogs. There Worst it party is. Ever. Look at that. A Look platter. That. It wasn't burgers. We had Costco pizza and Costco hot dogs. That is great. That is a Kirkland party right there. Why are they burnt? Best I don't know. way to eat a glizzy. They were they were a little charred on the outside, but I happen to enjoy the little char on the outside. Me as well. On a steak, maybe. No, I like my uh, glizzy's hot. Pittsburgh medium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works that way. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Partly cloudy, around 80 degrees. That's your weather. All right. Give us some of these uh, highlights, Solana. So what do we want to listen to first? So here's what I have. I have Chiefs radio call, San Francisco mm-hmm. radio call. I have the national radio call, Kevin Harlan. You know I love Kevin Harlan. And then I have the actual CBS TV call, Jim Nance, Tony Romo. Your pick on what we go right, with first. Well, let's let's listen to Jim Nance and Tony Romo first. This was CBS last night. First and goal. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career, he's been waiting for. He's won Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard when Michael Jordan wins it again. Here's Alicia Keys. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. That it was such a great moment. I think it was confusing for a lot of people because you didn't know what was going on. First, San Francisco, they scored a field goal, right? Yeah. So then I think there are people who thought, oh, that's it. It's over. <laughs> right. And then it wasn't over. And then Kansas City comes down and the clock is running out. So you're like confused. You're like, why aren't they running a play? But people don't realize that's just the first quarter yeah. of overtime. There will be a second quarter. So the clock could have run out. It would have continued right there, just like a first quarter does. So I, I just think there was like a ton of confusion at that point from people watching. And then you're like, so that's it, right? They won. They won. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was really, uh, it was really a wild finish. I, I just loved last night's game. They were saying how the some of the 49ers players learned the rules while looking up on the scoreboard for the mm-hmm. fans to know the rules. Yeah. I did as well. Not a good look. Yeah, but you're not playing uh, and you're not coaching. Like, I, when they, not a great look by Kyle Shanahan. It said they had three timeouts per two period. And I was like, so two they're, period. Like, they're doing two periods. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. it was a weird setup, but it's – it's never happened before under these rules, so, Correct. you know, it's something new. Hey, Hawk, Miko Hardman, who caught that game-winning touchdown, he didn't know what had he happened either. He, right? he had no like, idea. He was – because Mahomes even made fun of him after 
in the post game, uh, um, uh, you know, they brought the guys onto the stage, and he was making fun of them. Where he's like, Miko Hardman needed me to run to him and jump on him to realize we just won the Super Bowl. And, right, and, it's over. And he admitted <laughs> that he doesn't remember anything because he blacked out after catching <laughs> a game-winning touchdown. All right, let's listen to the national radio call. This is Kevin Harlan on the national radio call. You could have heard this on 560 QAM. First and goal at the three. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front. Receiver in motion. Low snap. He runs and he throws. Caught. Touchdown. It's caught. Hardman caught the ball. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won. The entire bench empties. Chasing Mahomes in the end zone. Their third Super Bowl in five years. The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. It is a dynasty. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 58, 25-22 in overtime. Oh, my God. Do I love Kevin Harlan. Oh, do I love Kevin Harlan. You know, like. He's yeah. great. You know what? We talked about the dynasty thing. And like everybody said, that's a dynasty now. Back to back. You go back and see who else For did sure. it. If, knock on wood, none of this happens. But something was to separate that tandem of Reed and Mahomes. Are we still going to talk about this in 10 years when that next mm. – that guy in high school right now becomes the next Tom Brady and he gets a great coach? Will we be like, remember the Patriots? I think so. Remember the I Chiefs? I think so. Remember? I think so. I believe so as well because the, the – Three, three Super I mean, Bowls. Just so, and, and this one specifically, I mean, you know, again, this was the year to beat them. Appel read that, like, this was the year that Kansas City was vulnerable. We said it throughout the year. Yes. Oh, they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. <laughs> they're gonna, all they're going to do is go get more good players. <laughs> 16 weeks later. <laughs> Kansas City has won. <laughs> Kansas City has won. All right, let's listen to the San Francisco radio call. We'll save the KC radio call for the end. So here's how it sounded on the losing team's local radio call. This is the San Francisco, Jimmy Cephalo, and Joe Rose. Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right, throws, touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Nicole Hardman. As they roll Mahomes right, Nicole Hardman is wide open. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. Dang it! <laughs> what, a, I mean, what a play call, as you said. It, it, as seconds are ticking away, they weren't going to wait. Had the 49ers tired. A terrific play and just firing it out to a guy I think they only targeted one time in this game. Nicole Hardman. On the deep shot, the 53-yarder. Yeah, out in the flat. Wow. And Patrick Mahomes doing it again in the game's most critical moment. Heartbreaker. For everybody with the 49ers. Wow. That is great. Dang it. Your turn. <laughs> Dang it. I'm just hot. Uh, <laughs> what? And that don't overlook that McCole Hardman was no part of their offense for the entire year. That's going to Kelsey. That's I mean, going. Just brilliant. It was such a yeah. brilliant play call. Yeah. 
Um, corn dog. And I think also you've got San Francisco, who admittedly did not know all the rules, and and they like they may not know what's going on as the clock is ticking down. Like I'm imagining, if they didn't even know whether to kick off or receive, then. They're confused as well that the clock is ticking down. They may not know that there's another quarter, even though it will be impossible. Like, I, 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 like, is, I, is I think fi- that is this the final play or not? Right. Well, right. They, they may not have known. It, oh, why would Kansas City hike this ball? Right. Or, or are they or, going to hike the ball? Why are they letting the clock right. roll? So, like, like they may have been confused as well. Regardless, um, let's listen to the Kansas City, the home radio call for the Kansas City Chiefs. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime! Kansas City wins the game! 25-22! And the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class because for the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs, champions of Super Bowl 58 on the heels of Super Bowl 57. The Chiefs do it in overtime. That's great. I want to hear the uh, San Fran radio call one more time. Just up until the <laughs> point where the guy yells, dang it, or whatever he says. Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right. Throws. Touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Nicole Hardman. As they roll Mahomes right, Nicole Hardman is wide open. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. Dang it! (laughs) (laughs) That is so great. Pure emotion. That is so great. He can't muster up anything but dang it. I feel you, brother. I feel you. Wow. That's funny, man. Thought they had it. He's... They played well and <laughs> until they didn't. But Hey, listen, you give Patrick Mahomes any kind of breathing room, which they did. They had chances, yeah. and they kept screwing it up. We talked about it. You know, they, they abandoned the run, run game. That punt was a brutal killer. Mm-hmm. That, like, that doesn't happen. No. You know, like, just a terrible spot for that to happen. So you give Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid – just a sliver of a window to crawl through. They're going to go there. They're going to go there. And it went to overtime, so they played well enough. Yeah. Well enough through 60 minutes. But to your point, when you are playing a dynasty, you can't make all those mistakes. That Them first two drives they had, the Chris McCaffrey fumble, they were going to score on that. They, yeah. had the, they were running the ball down the Kansas City Chiefs' throat, and then McCaffrey fumbles. It was, like, I think his second fumble of the season or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he doesn't fumble. He doesn't fumble. You can't make mistakes like that. And Not in that game. And think you're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs when they're doing what they're doing. Unfortunately, this is the Hawk and Crowder Show. She called me Mr. Boombastic, say me fantastic, touch me on the back. She says I'm Mr. Romantic. Hawk and Crowder. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.